Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to y'all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the anxiety chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the anxiety chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through. While giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is 
thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free. So hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So it really is such a user-friendly platform and the coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepanera. And I'm Taylor. And we're alive. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We are. We are alive, everybody. Oh my gosh. It's literally probably been a month since we yeah, recorded. I did yeah. that mini the mini meditation. I don't know if you listened to it, but you should because it's really calming. Um I just did this like mini beach meditation last month and it was for 10 minutes and it was great. So um it'll probably help you if you're feeling anxious. But we're happy to be here. We started kind of talking and saying hi to each other and talking about COVID and our experience the last month with everything going on. And we were like, no, we have to, we have to record this so you guys can hear it. Um, Well, because you and I haven't even caught up yet. Like this is us, like the real, the raw, the chicks here to talk about. Like literally our last time signing off, Allison and I, we were both perfectly fine. Like, hey girl, bye. Like I'm going on vacation. (laughs) I was supposed to be be in California, all these things. Nope. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I mean, we texted and stuff because made sure you were doing okay. But yeah, we haven't actually like talked to each other. Um, So we're going to get into our experience because- both of us tested positive for COVID over the holidays, and we received so many messages from yeah. everyone on our Instagram just asking to talk a little bit about how our experience was with it and how we're dealing with the aftermath of having it. Because at this point, I know so many more people that actually have had it than haven't. Um, and so there's a lot of people that just their anxiety and depression also just has spiked so much since actually testing positive. All of the people I know, thankfully, are totally recovered and fine. Um, but we want to actually mention a trigger warning right now because we're going to be talking about our experience with COVID. We're going to be talking about um, some of the you know, health anxieties we had during it. We're going to be talking about how we recovered and what we did to help rest our body and our mind emotionally through it. We're going to be talking real about our experience with COVID. So if you have any type of real intrusive thoughts about your health or about COVID and you're really scared about it, this might not be the best episode for you. Um, but we do, we're going to offer healing tips on what you can do to help your anxiety, you know, now that hopefully you're recovered. Um, so, you know, that might be helpful for you, but we did want to mention that. So yeah, just feel free to listen to all of our other amazing episodes before this if you want. <laughs> Um, anyway, so let's just get into it. I, Taylor, 
Why don't you no, tell let, me? No, let's start with you because I pulled over in a parking lot. Okay. I was leaving a workout and I saw your stories before I left and I pulled over into a parking lot and I was like, oh my God. Like, this is like the beginning of Omicron, I would say. Yeah. When you say like, you got it like the first week of Omicron, I would say. Or, or I mean, maybe it was more, it was, it was, it was going around more where you live, but we hadn't mm-hmm. had it in our area yet. And yeah. so I remember being like, oh my God, like, I'm so worried about Allison's mental health. Like I, I knew you'd be okay. I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. like she's alone. Like I know she's like, she had plans for New Year's Eve. So I was like, okay, I'm going to yeah. like text her and like check on things. Like I remember you weren't even sure if you were positive or not. And I feel like that was causing a lot of your anxiety. It was like, it's this whole waiting game, right? Like, and this whole, like, this word lingering over you that the last couple of years has been so almost just nasty, right? It's just mm-hmm. such a, it's such a gross, like, scary word. And like, you're, that waiting period is like so scary. So let's start with you. Cause it was, it was, it was Christmas. And then what was it the 28th that you? So no, I actually, so I had been so run down the month of December. Like I just right. knew – like I was like, if I'm going to get it, this is probably when because I hadn't been sleeping. I yeah. really hadn't been eating great. I've been running around like just taking care of my dad and right going back and forth to my boyfriends and just like not having like a consistent restful – any moments that were restful. Like I just was physically and emotionally – drained. And so I knew I was doing everything that I possibly could to like make sure my immune system was okay, but I mean even then sleep is literally like the best thing for immune system. That's right. the thing that I've learned with through this whole thing. Um so Christmas so Christmas Eve Okay, so the the Tuesday before Christmas Day I took an, I took a test, a PCR test, because my niece had been exposed. She wasn't positive, but like she had been exposed and I was around all them. And I'm like, oh, well, right. they were like exposed. So I just want to make sure. That came back negative. So that Tuesday, I was like, oh, okay. On Friday was the only time I was really around anyone without masks on. We went out to dinner for Christmas Eve mm. and we were at a restaurant and I was with like – just my family's. I mean, you know, I wore a mask into onto the table, whatever, but still. Right, right, um, right, right. But also as you take your mask off, you're sitting two inches away from the next table. Yeah. We were so close to other people. So whatever. And Omicron is like so contagious. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but again, everyone, if you're listening to this, we're gonna talk about our experience and what we what I had researched, but you need to talk to your doctor and ask medical advice about coronavirus or Omicron. Am I even saying that right? How do you say Omicron? Yeah, yeah you're saying Omicron? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> talk to your doctor. Okay. We are not giving medical advice. No. Okay? This is our experience with it. So you need to talk to your doctor about any symptoms you have, okay, and what you need to do if you are positive and what vitamins and all this stuff that can help you. But we're just going to talk about our experience. So, um, so yeah. So then – we went to dinner and then Saturday morning, I literally, Friday night, my niece and nephew were like, can you sleep over for Christmas Eve, blah, blah, blah. I was so tired. I didn't sleep the night before at all. Right. And I said, you know what? It's probably better if I sleep at home. I'm so sorry. I'll wake up at seven in the morning and come over and open gifts. Right. Also did not sleep really well either. I woke up and I, I knew, like I just knew, I feel like I knew I had it. Wait, I this is a, on Christmas? Christmas day morning. Oh. I had a very dry cough, but like my throat hurt. I was so tired. 
I literally knew and I was like, you know what? I want to go over there and I don't want to disappoint anybody, but I probably shouldn't have, but I wore an N95 mask the entire time. I was with right, them. right, right, right. Yeah. And my niece and nephew are like, why are you wearing a mask? Why are you? And I'm like, honestly, I really don't feel well, and I'm not going to be around you guys without yeah, a mask on right yeah. now. I just do not want to do it. And so, thank God, <laughs> you know. Except right. a couple days later, my my brother in law got it, but who knows where he, you know, got it. But he was okay. Um. So. I felt so sick after like a couple hours. I'm like, I just need to go home. And I ended up making an appointment for Monday. That was like a Saturday. I couldn't get an appointment for a PCR until yeah. Monday. Um, so I ended up – my sister had some take-home tests for me and I waited just the next day when I had symptoms because sometimes it's showing false negatives. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I actually took one and it was negative. And then mm-hmm. I took one again like two days later and it was positive. So I was like, I yep. just, I just knew my body. I knew what was going on. I, so, I, you know, I, it was frustrating. I had a low grade fever. I had every single symptom they'd say, like a low grade fever, like a fever. Um, I had, you know, my cough started getting pretty bad. I was, I was breathing okay, but like you can feel it in your chest and like my back hurt. Um, I started mm-hmm. having like diarrhea and. I was I was like feeling I was actually really feeling um not too anxious because for the first like day or two like I think part of me you know was like okay I I think you know this does seem like the symptoms that I have but then I'm hearing so many things from people saying you know you might have the flu it might not be that you might be fine and so there was a part of me that was like maybe I don't have it cuz I mm-hmm. didn't test positive for you know 2 days later than that or whatever and that Tuesday after Christmas, I was supposed to go to this romantic dinner with my boyfriend and we were going to exchange Christmas presents. And so I was so excited still, you know, for the first couple of days thinking, oh, I'm still going to see him. Let's hope like, you know, and that's what I was putting on my stories. You know, I don't know. I didn't get the PCR back yet. I th- I'm hoping that I can go. And it was a rapid one. So I got it Monday. I was hoping to get that Monday night and thinking to myself, well, maybe I can still go. I'm so excited. And then it just got further and further. And I was like, okay, nope, I'm positive. And so Tuesday was out. And then and then right when, right when, you know, I tested positive on Monday or two, whatever, the government had had sent out a message saying that it was only five days of quarantine, not 10 anymore. Right, right. And so in my mind, I was thinking, oh my gosh, okay. My day one was like Christmas Day, definitely, because that's where symptoms were. And then five days would be like Wednesday or some Thursday. And so for New Year's Eve, maybe I can actually see him. But that's basically from what I read, if you're asymptomatic, the five mm-hmm. days are okay, but you still have to wear a mask everywhere for like another five days and, you know, not right. really be around people um, from the CDC guidelines. But please go on and check with the CDC guidelines um, to find out exactly what it says. Okay, people, please don't come at me with this. Um, so I ended up still feeling, you know, there were two nights when I took NyQuil. I don't know. Did you, did you have to take any Girl, like NyQuil? I'll get into all that. Okay. I... Okay. Yeah. I want to get into yours. <laughs> anyway, I was loving sharing my story with everybody uh-huh. because everyone was so invested and in what was going on. And I think so many people were getting it at the same time. Yes. Those two weeks yeah. was crazy. 
I think that was that was in the north, right when you had it. It was like the I guess end around of December, yeah, around first here, first week of January. Yeah, yeah, definitely where around you were, here. It was literally it. when you got it. I was like still in a Delta. I mean, I don't know what variant you had, but I was still in the more like little rare. Like it could be dangerous. Mind like not could, okay. Not could be dangerous because Omicron could still be whatever. I mean, it could, but not yeah. where, but not where like everybody was getting it. Do you know what I mean? Like that wasn't going on here yet. Well, so I was like, oh my right. gosh, Allison. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> from what I read when I was, I read a lot about stuff, which could be good or bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, this strain, the Omicron um, strain, is not as um severe as Delta as the Delta strain. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so that made me feel a little bit better, but at the same time, it was, I was the emotion, emotional aspect for me was really, really hard because I Mm -hmm. live alone and Mm -hmm. I, when I'm sick, I feel really like scared. Yeah. I feel scared when I'm sick. I, I feel like I. I need people to be like, you're going to be okay. Like, I just need like reassurance from people when I'm sick. I get like really depressed when I don't feel well. So whether it's with my IBS or my stomach or like I have a cold, like it just, because I'm such a, like an active person, I just don't like being sick. And it like just reminds me of like, I don't know, like just being like like a depressed type of like situation. It's like depressing. Like you're sick and you're alone. For me, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And so the times leading up to like New Year's, knowing I wouldn't see my boyfriend then, I just – it was such a mind F because it was going to be the first one we were spending together and like I was so excited to exchange presents and like go on this date. You know, it was just like this night, all these plans. And um, and I was like, I just want to see somebody. <laughs> I was like, I just want to like uh, – you know, we ended up having such a nice time and we like video chatted. He dropped up some – dropped off some stuff for me, like soup and stuff like that, you know, like contact free stuff. He like just dropped it off in my mailroom. Um, and it was fine. It, it was fine. I got, I mean, I got through it. I, I honestly am trying to even think about what happened, <laughs> what it was, but I do remember feeling just really isolated. I mean, mm-hmm. I've talked to people that don't live alone, that they have family members, right? And they're and maybe they have they test positive and their son does or something, but the rest of the family doesn't. Both of them are quarantined in their room. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're staying in their room for a long time. That's still really isolating, even though you're with people in the rest of yeah. your house. Yeah. So I think there's just and there's so many people contacting me just telling me that they're they're in recovery now too. And they're just feeling emotionally really just like not not like so scared, but just feeling worried that that maybe their body won't return to what the energy level was before. Like I know for mm-hmm. me, I'm still trying to gain that energy back. Yeah. Um. Some some of the breathing. So some of the, I guess you know, the symptoms from recovery. It's just varies from person to person when people get right. things back and not whatever. So right. Um. But let let go. You do your story, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about what like similarities. Oh, oh my have. gosh, girl. So I'm 
I'm like going through the anxiety, you know, my fear of flying and traveling. Like I'm yeah. pumping myself up. I'm ready. I'm like, it is 2022. I am going to face my fear of altitude. I'm going to fly. I'm going on this trip. Like I am hustling and bustling. And this is the day before our flight. I am. I woke up early. I went to the mall down, downtown because I needed to get a new suitcase. And I'm like getting all this stuff done, right? I get home and my dad calls me and I didn't answer because I was like so busy, but then he calls me again and I'm like, okay, crap. Like what, okay. what the heck? Yeah. And so I answer and I'm like, Hey, and he was like, he, he literally goes, stay calm. And I was like, Oh my oh God. God. Like what? Like, start with calm. yeah, dad, you know me. <laughs> and he was like, mom wasn't feeling well last night and woke up and went and got a test and she's positive and I heard my mom like crying in the background and oh, I was just no. like my mind just immediately started going through okay when was I with like I was with her yesterday okay we went on that walk like how close did I get to her like it was just like this whole like you know this yes, whole thing of course and so uh and so I was like, okay, oh my gosh, like, I, okay, I feel fine. And then you start like evaluating your body, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so I like went and bought like five at home tests, like packages. This was before they like limited you. And I was like, okay, like we're going to like test. I don't think we were around her that much. If I think about it, like we weren't, we were six feet apart. Like I was like doing this whole math in my head. And so I tested. So then I got that, what you said that it was just like a continual cough. I had my energy. I felt fine. Yeah, I just yeah. kept, I kept like needing to cough. It was weird. It was like, and then everyone was like, Taylor, I think your anxiety is like kind of like playing into this a little bit. Like literally that's what everyone was telling me. And I was like, I no mean, guys, I yeah. genuinely have to cough. Like I'm not yeah. lying to y'all. Like I uh -huh. have to cough. And so we kept testing negative. Like, oh my gosh, we, so crazy. I know. I know. And I was like feeling symptoms and I was testing negative. And you know, like back in the Delta days, it was like there was no false negative if you had a symptom. Like it was kind of like when you felt sick, you got a, a like the antigen rapid and you were positive, you know? Wait, so you tested negative on the actual, like you went to get a like was that in an at home yes. test? Yeah. No, 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 no. That night I went to the, I, I had an appointment for, had the like ER a PCR. for our trip. Yes, yes. Oh my god, and you tested negative then. With I that with that know. type of test. No, that, a lot of no, no, no. That that wasn't a PCR, but it was a rapid, like in in office. Like that's where people were getting their positives. And I had symptoms. Like I was feeling like that cough and whatever. So I took a couple tests and was like negative. And my husband was like, I'm negative. He was like, I feel great. Like I'm going. Like it was it was kind of like those Delta days where like you got it or you didn't. Like and, and we were like, Oh my gosh, like we were within six feet of her. Like we there's no way. And so my husband was like, I'm going like, like, I didn't see my family for Christmas. I feel great. We like his family rented this house in Lake Tahoe where they all mm -hmm. live. And he was like, I'm going. And I, and I was sitting there and I was like, something in me just could not go. But I felt like happy that I was, I was like, I'm negative. I didn't get it. Like, oh my gosh, like what a blessing, you know? And so then at 1230 PM that night or a, it would a or 12. Yeah, PM. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. confused on this. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, his brother texts him and was like, "Oh my god, I'm positive." And his and brother I was, was like, there too? in Tahoe. Like yes, in Tahoe. Oh, uh, okay, 
Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, app, there's app, there's no way I can go on this trip. Like that just like justified it for me. I was like, if I didn't get it from her, I would probably get it from him somehow. And so I was like, there's no way I can go on this trip and get it and then have to fly home. That was my fear then. So yeah. then the next day I take my husband to the airport and I'm like, I love you guys. Like I love everyone, but for my mental health, and this isn't uh -huh. my fear. I really had to like sit down and like, I posted this on my stories and so many people were like, I love how you're like going through this. Like, is this anxiety keeping you from going on this trip or is this a genuine, like good decision? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. is this a real good? And, and, and I sat down and I did my pros and cons and I'm like, this isn't anxiety keeping me from it. I was prepared. I was ready. Good. I got my new suitcase. I got my a beanie I liked. Like I was like thinking of all these like cool things I got that I was going to use when I got there. I was actually like feeling pretty good. And so I dropped him off at the airport and I was like kind of sad. Like I was like, I hate that I'm missing out on things. Like I, I hope this is me just being smart. And you know, I'm glad I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I posted all my stories too. Like I got home, I got this new makeup. It's like a skin serum. And I was like, I'm gonna try out this new makeup. Like I'm gonna have a self care day. And then literally when I was done with that story and finishing the makeup, I felt so hot. Like oh I got God. like, I felt like sweaty and I was like, dude, what is going on? And I took my temperature and it was 99.1. And I know mm. me, just like how you said, you know, you like, I'm like, and everyone's like, that's not a fever. And I'm like, I run 96.7. Yes, me too. I, I'm I run. Lower. Did you just hear? Did you just hear me? I go, I run 96.7. Like, oh, someone put me down. Like, why do I know that? Someone literally that put me down. That is low, though. That is low, 96. Yeah, I'm more like 97 something sometimes. Yeah. And, and so uh, I was like, no, I know me. And so I send – my husband is on his flight at this moment. And I'm like – I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm literally in this house by myself, which I won. When my husband usually leaves, I go and stay with my parents because I just feel more safe. Uh -huh. like, I don't really like being in a home. Like if it was an apartment, I would feel a little safer, but it's like right. it's a home. I just feel like someone could come in. I don't know. I get these okay. weird thoughts. Okay. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't go to my parents because right. my mom and I were like very weird about what if you have a variant that I don't have? Or what if this is the flu? What like, like, you know, you have all these questions where it's like, what if we quarantine together and we get each other even more sick? Like you just don't have answers. Like, and we're both very anxious people. And yeah. so- so wait, at so, that point, at that point, did you, you hadn't tested again then, but at that point were you like, okay, I have a no, fever now. I might. No, I got home from the airport and I took another at home test Oh, and it was negative. Oh my and gosh, so okay. I was like, what the heck? And then I didn't have any more at home tests. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to make an appointment. And then, then all of a sudden making an appointment was like literally yeah, the most the challenging thing. thing. And I then know. you're already feeling sick and you're yeah. like. I have to go through this. And then my doctor's office was like, call this the heal 360 number and see if you can get in line. And I'm like, an average sick person is not going to go through all this. Like when right. someone's sick, they don't have time to do heavy research to find a test. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, it was so freaky to me. I know. And so, uh, so then I was like, you know, at first I was like feeling all blessed and stuff that I didn't go. And then I'm like, oh my God, like reality hit me. Like you're sick. You're at home alone. You can't go stay at your parents because my dad and my brother were quarantining in their rooms away from my mom because they felt perfectly right. fine. 
Right, absolutely right. no symptoms like they were like why would I go there and just add more viral load to the house you know what I mean right. like that would be so selfish of me and I so in that moment I was like I'm facing way more fears here now like I can't believe I have COVID and then I can't believe I'm about to be in this house all alone for 10 days or so and okay, so but you just said I can't believe I have COVID but you tested negative but I I just knew so were like you, you said, like, okay so you were Okay. So you were still thinking like, because the at-home tests, you know, again, yes. I don't know the statistics right it. now, but again, they cannot, they can have false, false I negatives have so or whatever. Many fr- yeah. I have so many friends that when they start feeling symptoms, two days after feeling symptoms, that's when they test They'll positive. They'll test positive. Yes. Home. Yes. That's why they so recommend why- yeah. waiting a day or two before actually testing yourself when you start feeling. Yeah. So basically, I found this little pharmacy that was actually um, one of my uh, my husband's uh, customer, and he owns this pharmacy. It's like kind of just like a you know like how someone owns a private pharmacy. Anyways, he has a drive through, and he had at home tests. Like he was like the last person in this area with at home tests. So my my second day, yeah. I put my KN95, got in my car, went through the drive-thru. And then I'm like, this is so reckless. Like in my head, I was thinking like, I couldn't imagine being that at home. I mean, that uh, that drive-thru person. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is just oh, like, yeah. I thought COVID, you don't leave the house. Like you just protect everyone and like, whatever. So I, yeah. get, I, uh, I get to the thing and I get the box and then I get home. And this is a day after. And I finally tested positive on an at-home one. Okay. And then yeah. I, and then it was like, yeah, it just was full blown, just panic seeing that positive. And then I was like, I was like, what if I was told this was the flu? Would I be this crazy right now? You know what I mean? Like, it was just like the word COVID really freaking got to me because I spent that first six months of this whole pandemic, like all of us did sitting at home, watching the news, what's going to happen Two week lockdown. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. sit at we sat at home just continually hearing. I mean, I'll never forget like uh some of the first people to get COVID, like Tom Hanks and like Chris Como saying he was hallucinating seeing his his dead dad. Like, do you remember all that? Oh my gosh, no. I don't I know. So so I had all this stuff like going through my head of like what what was gonna happen to me. And I was just like oh it was gosh, all the fear. Taylor. It was Well, you also you also like I don't know why you did this, but you just know too much about it. Like you were yeah, yeah. reading about it. Like I didn't do – I like made myself not – I stayed informed about things, but I literally made myself not listen to yeah. a lot of news yeah. about it. I just – The first six months. The first six months, the first six months really of the couldn't. pandemic. Um, but, you know, yes, I had the same – I had the same kind of experience with like knowing I was positive and it was kind of like a roller coaster because – I felt like, okay, now I know. So mm-hmm. I know I need to – like I basically was like, okay, what do I need? And so I'm reading up that people are saying take zinc. Like zinc is a great vitamin. Make sure you're taking like your B12. Like I have a B12 and a D I take all the time. Um, drink um, like emergency every mm-hmm. now and then. And apparently that's not actually really good to do long term because I was – and it's just – I don't know. Some of the ingredients, I have no idea. But I just stopped after I was feeling better. I didn't really do that. But another um, another thing that I love – I'm like, we're not sponsoring any of this. Um, but another thing that I loved and I felt like really helped me was liquid IV. 
Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. It's literally this powder. And it's I think it like they marketed it back in the day to like help with hangovers. There's just but so much sugar in it. That's I literally where I like drink don't it. like it. I mean, I literally drink it not all the time at all. But when I am feeling, you know, it it really does help me though. I mean, like right. I literally feel a change right away. And it does have so many I mean maybe it has a lot of sugar. I don't know, but like yeah, so, so many. So I always recommend my clients to take none. Have you ever heard of N-U-N? N-U-U-N? I highly uh-huh. recommend you get none. It's just like liquid IV, but without – so liquid IV has a ton of sodium and uh, sugar, which cannot be good for some people. So it, it's great if you're like a marathon runner or something. I think it's gotten a lot of money for sponsorships and just getting its name out there. I think it's great. I do. If so you're like, like, I'm only saying it because I use it and it helps me. I don't yeah, say yeah, anything. Yeah. I don't talk about anything that I don't use myself that doesn't work. Like it literally like saved me over when I had yeah. COVID. So, I mean, I probably would have tried that other one in, instead, but I also was like, I, I didn't have anything really. I was going right, on Amazon. Right. Like I actually had some of those. And so it really was like helping me with my energy. And then I had to order like zinc and thank God that came in two days. And um, and just like drinking tea. I was drinking tea. And I was just sleeping and people were like suggesting a lot of different things. Yep. Um, But yeah, like so many people were DMing. There's so much – like I feel horrible for people who don't have any education in healthcare at all um, because unfortunately there is a lot of like – I've seen issues where people just start taking all this stuff and then they're having reactions to taking a multitude of – things that it's like you don't need all that like it was like I remember people saying like you need to go get an NAC drip which yeah it might help some people like but sometimes a lot of that can be a lot on people I don't even know what that is yeah so and then there's people throwing around like (laughs) so just a lot of different medications that it's just like oh my gosh like (laughs) yeah I I was I mean the thing is this is viral so I mean they're not going to prescribe you something you literally just need to like sleep and a lot of people were like mentioning and what I was reading was you need like sleep is is mm-hmm. such an important thing. And I was tired. I mean, so I did just let my body kind of rest. I watched a lot of TV. I started playing some like apps, like game okay, apps. Okay, wait, my did phone. you have insomnia? Um, not really. I, I took, so I told you, I think I told you. Oh, yeah, you took NyQuil. I took NyQuil twice, two nights because I was watching your stories and I was like, she's so freaking fearless. I was like, she, like I saw like your table and like you had the Tylenol on it and, and something else. Oh and Tylenol saved me too. I took Tylenol three times a day, two Tylenol, three times a day, Tylenol, extra strength. I just could, I like, so I had a full blown mental breakdown. Like my body aches were so bad. And I was like, I'm like, I'm, it's, it, it all stems back to my medication, just trauma that I had. It really does. I so was it's just like, going to say, I think that's it for you. Yeah. Like it's yeah, probably it's so just, hard for you to Oh, to I know I have that. I know I have that trauma just from just the prescriptions I was prescribed in the past and just yeah. what happened to me. And so it's, it, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this traumatic thing of COVID, right? Like that alone is so unknown and so traumatic. And then now I'm like, I have to take this pill. Like I, I could not even sit still. My body aches were so bad. Like my, my arms felt like they were weak. It was so weird. It was a lot of people said it was just their back, but for me, it was like, okay, but get this. I was also about to start my period. 
I started my period oh my two gosh. days into COVID. Like literally just, just bye. <laughs> I had that too, so like, like at the end of it. I'm like, oh are my these God. Bo- like, you know, sometimes you can get weak legs like before your period, like, or like a little yeah. pains in your like hips. And like, so I'm like, I don't even know what this is from, but it hurts. It, it's got to go. Like it was just, uh, so I actually, I did not take anything the first 36 hours. I wow. literally let my body fight. I was in, I was in misery. I did not sleep. I just was like, I can't. Like I had that much anxiety over medication that I could not do it. I did. Mm. I did take uh, the emergency, like you said. Yeah, I think emergency is great to take when you're actually sick, like that high of uh, vitamin C. I was taking the ones with the vitamin C, zinc, and uh, vitamin D. And then I was taking uh, immunity shots that I or I I did a Whole Foods. home delivery oh, yeah. i was taking these immunity shots that had uh turmeric um ginger yeah yeah uh ginger black pepper and there was something else and then one of them had cayenne pepper but anyway so the first 36 hours i had a pretty low grade fever it never got crazy i don't know about you like what like one 100.8 i didn't like, go above 100 yeah yeah like 100 yeah. It was not like, oh my gosh, like, and then like ch- chills and, 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 uh, hot flashes, like yes, feeling hot ch- and then chills. feeling cold. Yes. And then, uh, I had that cough, but the cough like went away after the like third day, but then came back like the seventh day. It was very odd. Um, yeah. And then, oh, no, I had, I was going to say that's, that was, that was how it was for me. It kind of lingered, but it yeah. would get better. And then, I definitely had a couple days where I was like I could have like it wasn't a dry cough anymore. Like I had phlegm that needed to get out. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I was blowing yeah. my nose a lot. And See, I never it was had hard. that. It was weird. Yeah. I never had the the stuffy nose or sore throat. But I think it's oh okay. I was gonna say because sometimes some of the medicine like you weren't taking like Nyquil, uh, it, it yeah. dries some stuff up. But then like. I would take like a Sudafed during the day and then it would also oh, wow. like, break things up. Yeah. So um I yeah, I mean, listen, I don't like to take a lot of drugs either, but when I am when I know I want to sleep and I only took with the NyQuil, sometimes they they give you like two gel caps. I only took one. I wouldn't yeah. take two of them because the next day you just feel like so out of it. Um but yeah, it definitely was. I have to go back and watch my watch my stories because I have it saved on my highlights of COVID. If you guys want to watch my whole COVID journey, I basically saved some of what I went through um, on my my page. But I do feel like I started feeling better, and then I was like, "Why isn't this cough going away?" Like, yeah, and, and the breathing. Like, I could still kind of feel that there was this like weird sensation when I was breathing. Yeah. I, I didn't, like, I didn't have any breathing issues. I, I feel like here's the thing. I feel like it was bad for me the first 36 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was like, uh, this, I don't know if it was like fear or if it, it was flu, like it felt like when I had the flu before, but then like also like no Tamiflu. Right. So, and then as I got better, it was almost hard to be like, am I better? Does that make sense? Like, you're just like questioning everything and you're like, so anyways, back back to like my story because yeah, I want to talk about my brother. Um, yeah. So about two days after I had symptoms, which I was actually closer to my mom because my mom and I had gone on a walk 
the day before she got symptoms and actually the day she got symptoms. So uh, my brother started getting symptoms a day after me. And he was like, he texted me and was like, hey, Tay, like, I think I have COVID, whatever. And so um, he seemed fine, right? Like he seemed super mild. Uh, I would actually say he was more mild than my mom and I, like, it was like, oh my gosh, like you literally are almost asymptomatic. Like, why are you even panicked? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I didn't, I didn't think he was panicked. And so he had anxiety about like, I would say when he was in high school, he went through like a period of just really bad panic attacks Mm -hmm. and just like completely got through it. He did tons of like hypnosis and therapy. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Like he's really, really into hypnosis. Um, and so he hasn't I've never seen him panic since then like since mm-hmm. high school like I remember being young because like, I'm young he's 28 and I'm 26 and so he's two years older than me and so I remember like him going through all that I think I've talked about this before like he was going through all that when I was in I was in like what ninth grade and he was in 11th or so or 10th I, 11th and I remember being like that is so weird like why is he acting that way like I remember he was like so scared of getting rabies like he went on a run one time oh my gosh yeah like it was just like crazy intrusive thoughts and just like yeah like he thought he like stepped on a dead animal or something and that the rabies flew out of its mouth it was so irrational right and so he had never acted that way uh since then what's funny is it was actually triggered from we believe from him smoking pot ever since he tried weed in high school he was never the same like it caused like so much like that thc mm-hmm. it just caused like because it, it was so psychoactive for him mm-hmm. i think it just like it just wasn't good anyway so he yeah, got but he got better i've never seen him panic literally since then so okay. then he's he's better right like he's he's full-on better from covid he drives to my house to get my pulse ox and like obsessively starts using it and we're like we're like what the heck like he he's fine like literally i was like dude you had covid so light like what i was like so confused and my mom was confused and like then he just becomes so obsessed with his lungs and he didn't have any breathing issues. Like he never had chest pain, never had breathing issues. He just read so many bad things online mm-hmm. that he sent himself into a full-blown panic attack. He goes to the ER. He gets a full-on CAT scan. Oh my brother my lost gosh. 12 pounds. Oh, no. It was, this was like the – like that's why I'm saying like – Oh, that's like, so sad. So that triggered his panic again. This Literally. Whole- literally. He read too much and like people making YouTube videos of their – he watched all of that. And I was like, dude, you can't videos do that. Of what? People like making YouTube videos of their uh, journey with COVID. And I'm like, Ryan, like what you have to understand is that people want clicks and views. Like if they're making a video on their journey, they're not going to be like, it was mild and like it was easy. Like they're going to be like, and I nearly died and they had to put, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a YouTube video. Like you can't. So he was watching videos of people like almost (laughs) dying from COVID. He was just like watching people's uh, vlogs of like their, their journey with COVID. And okay. I was like, why? I was like, you can't. I mean, do that could that. be helpful for some people, though. I wonder why he was scared by it. Because all these videos were people like uh, saying all these bad things, like bad things, like what? Just like this one girl was like, I nearly died, and like I had like my lungs had damage, and like so once he heard that, it was like, oh my gosh, well okay, my lungs yeah. could have damage, that and so sounds 
Like, why would you want to watch that? No. I don't think he knew it was going to be like that. It was just like titled like my experience with COVID. And, you know, and at, the, at that point, that sounds that sounds like he already yeah. was at a, at a point where he was maybe like, I don't know, in this like manic state of wanting to just like figure out what was – I don't know. Like that – watching that type of stuff or like reading up about it all the time, I mean that – so he had never that. done that before he got so literally right when he started getting symptoms he started reading on it and I'm like yeah, what so I'm you, wondering it's what so bad he... he became obsessive over over am I okay and so he got the cat scan and my parents were like oh my gosh like what the heck like they were just they just were so triggered by him going back to that place and my mom like kept saying that and like this is so sad but my my brother literally was like i feel broken like he told my mom that he was like i feel so broken and i've done so much work on myself like i'm so i feel broken oh my god and like, my Does brother's not the type to say that like at all what does he know like what what it was that made him kind of go into the spiral like was the, it the- the news on COVID just continually being fed into our head. Yeah, Don't why get now? it. But that's been going on for two years. Why is it now? Because he actually had it. Because he actually had it. Spread. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, my brother, has not worn a mask. He hasn't gone anywhere without a mask this whole COVID. Yeah. Like he has taken so many precautions. Like he did not want this. Like he did. He like like he was the type of person that was like, I'm gonna avoid this as much as I can. Like he just he was perfectly well, he must like. Have- Going to a gym had, with a mask. Yeah. He must have already had like such a fear of just having it and like going to those worst case scenarios of it and wanting to make sure like he was I think okay. a lot of people – I think a lot of people have had that. Like uh, you know someone – like we had a family member who didn't handle it well. Like we just – you just hear about all these things of how some people's COVID was really bad and you just don't want that. And well, so – of course. Nobody wants it. But I mean, the reality of it is that there's a high percentage of people that are completely fine. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's something. But it's hard when you struggle with anxiety to not think you're going to be that one percent. That's what I was just going to. That's what anxiety is, right? It's yeah. all of those thought patterns that are yeah. literally telling you that like something happens and you're going to die, or something happens and you're not safe, and something happens right. is the worst case ever, right? That's what anxiety is, but that's not reality. So yeah. I'm sure that him, like, you know, if that was – and that's probably a lot of people, like, you hear that word and then all of – maybe even if you're someone that has worked so hard on healing your anxiety and managing mm-hmm. it, like, there's triggers that could literally come up so quickly for you that can put you into a panicked state again. Absolutely. Because, and I of, think your, just- because of the way that you're thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you've had a family member who hasn't handled it well, I think that's also another thing that's like, okay, like they're yeah. in my family. You know, like you watch someone struggle in your family with it. That's that's hard to think oh why wouldn't gosh. it happen to me, you know? And so we did watch my aunt. She really had a hard time and my uncle. So it was just kind of like are they okay? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're good. Oh, good. Like, okay. Well, my no, my my aunt, she did have like it took her 3 months with her breathing. And so that oh was goodness. like, that's what my brother like didn't want to go through. You know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah, you might live, but he didn't want that long COVID. That's, that's the I fear. I mean, nobody, that he was want, like, <laughs> nobody wants any of that. I mean, nobody wants to be living like with that. But the fact is like, co- 
you could literally like imagine something's happening to you that's really bad, whether it's COVID or not. Literally, mm-hmm. your brain could be telling you like there's danger around every corner. Like that mm-hmm. is anxiety, literally. Mm-hmm. Your brain makes you believe there's like danger everywhere. But it's like a it's altered state of reality. So right. like and our body responds to that. So right. for some reason, right, like he maybe latched on to this like COVID for him, which I think a lot of people are doing that. Right. Oh my God. Because of like you think of it's a trauma. Like this past two years have been traumatic. It's and all we've heard have about. Been. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, the reality, like perspective, right? Like every day, um, he wants he probably feels like so scared and like out of control because you have this, right? And you go to this thing in your mind of it being like this, like what's gonna happen because of things that you've seen. That still doesn't mean that same thing is gonna be you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So. Like it was it was definitely um you know, just focusing on the the small percentage, you know, and and just being triggered by that and I I I got so many messages cuz I posted about it and they were like I feel the exact same way and and my husband actually went back to work and this other girl who's never experienced anxiety before, she went and got full body scans because she was so scared. And she was fine. Like everything was fine. But it was just like she could not get out of that fear. And I think there's a lot of people who have never had anxiety who have finally experienced anxiety over this because they're like, I finally, they're like, oh my gosh, I have COVID. Like it just felt so, I didn't know like a ton of people who had the other variants. Yes, this variant is more obviously contagious. Yeah, no, the Delta, I didn't know. I I heard that anyone that had it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just like, it just felt. I don't know. It was just a lot of unknown. And I think I posted that on my yeah. uh, my page. It was just like, oh my gosh, like I just feel like we are living in a very unknown time with something so freaking new. Yes. And that's what freaked me out. It was just unknown. No answers. N- not even the doctors have answers. And so it was yeah. just kind of – and then I had so many people texting me like, go get the uh, antibodies. And then like the news was like, oh, we don't have enough antibodies. And so it was just like – you just feel like you're trying to heal and then you're getting pulled in so many directions on top of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what is the right choice? What is the right like yes. it's just it's just it's just a lot for yes. anyone. And then yeah. uh, for someone with anxiety, it's just even more. It's just it just sucks. And I I feel for anyone who's going through this and and it's okay if your anxiety takes a couple steps back during this moment. Give yourself grace. I mean, this is a lot just for a normal person who's never felt anxiety. This is a lot. Like my my mom doesn't have panic attacks. And she literally was crying one day and was like, this is my safe room. Like her, their uh, TV room. She was Mm -hmm. like, I feel scared leaving here. She was like, I feel like the world is unsafe. And like, that was like crazy hearing my mom say that. And so it was just like, I can just only imagine like, and I mean, we have are pe- the people who message us. So we I was trying to tell my family, I was like, y'all would be so shocked by how many people message me a day saying they tested positive. Yep. They might have even felt fine. I had a girl who was asymptomatic and the second she got a positive result, she felt so much panic and fear and ill. Of course. Yeah, that's what's been going on. I mean, listen, that physical response to anxiety is definitely real, let alone someone who's going through COVID, which are having real physical symptoms of being yeah. sick. So like, I mean, it's going to – and that's kind of the whole point of why we wanted to talk about this because 
I think that, you know, like what you had just said, like being scared of the world, Mm -hmm. that is literally the basis of people that have really debilitating anxiety. Like the world just scares them. Mm -hmm. They are just scared of there's, there's everything. And so your brain just like spirals into this place and all of these like distorted types of like thoughts and like part of it is definitely a trauma response, mm-hmm. right? Like your brain just goes and your body responds to it. And you've been told for like the last two years mm-hmm. that this thing is like, you know, like we had to, I mean, it's a pandemic. I mean, this is a different variant, yes. But what does that mean, right? Okay, we're, we're learning maybe it's less severe. Great, but what does that mean? You know, there is so much that we don't know. And again, that is like epitomizes anxiety Absolutely. and why why it's debilitating when you don't know something. Like we, as an anxious person, I like things that are predictable. I like mm-hmm. having answers. Mm-hmm. I like knowing what's happening next, which is why I mm-hmm. like plans. I like planning for things. When things don't go as planned, that messes with my nervous system. Mm-hmm. When things are, you know, out of my control, like my health, that also puts me into a spiral. So the self-awareness has been amazing for me, knowing that I have certain thoughts that begin to like take over when I'm triggered. Mm-hmm. But like, this is why I, I'm such a – I talk about it all the time. If you're not seeing a therapist – you need to start seeing a therapist or a counselor because especially at this time, if you're feeling like you maybe have tested positive and you are recovering or you're the, you're in the middle of it and you're going to get better, um, you need to start kind of processing all of like what you've been through with someone who understands how to kind of learn more about rewiring your brain mm-hmm. because that's literally what helps heal anxiety. You have to – process what you're going through. You need to learn a lot about like your thoughts and why they spiral and what kinds of thoughts you have that are distorted and your cognitions and why your brain goes to this place. And then you need to start practicing ways to change that. And honestly, I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that feel like they have been able to do that on their own. I really give them credit because I haven't been, but that's amazing if you can. the therapists that I have, you know, being able to just recognize my thought patterns and how they're so intrusive in a negative way and and actually like not true <laughs> is what has like changed my life. So it's hard with health, anxiety, like it is hard because there's something physical happening to your body. But ultimately, from what I know, working with my clients – and people for years that have struggled with health anxiety, their core belief and their core fear when it comes to their health is that they are so scared of, de- of death, right? And we did an episode on that. Go listen to it. I don't remember which episode it is, but it's death anxiety. Um, if you feel like you can handle it, it's good to talk about these things. I know it's a scary thing, but it's good to talk about these things because it makes you more aware of your thought patterns. So – If there is one thing, I would say, you know, reach out to a counselor. Like, you do do not have to live like this. Like, you don't. Mm -hmm. 
how you were just saying, right? Like you might have a setback. That is literally going to happen to you. I'm not even going to lie. You're going to have setbacks in life because that's what life is. You're in, you're you're like your anxiety is never going to disappear. It isn't. You're going to manage it because anxiety is a real de- debilitating fear and worry, right? Those are two emotions. We're just never going to ha- not be scared or worried again in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like they're emotions. We they come with every human, just like sadness and happiness and excitement. You feel them. Those emotions are temporary. But when we get scared as an anxious person feeling scared or worried, it takes over. So we need to learn how to rewire the way that we think in order to manage our fears and worries when we are and know that it's okay to to feel those things. But it doesn't mean that it controls us. And so- Yeah. So it's really – and it's hard to do that without a counselor from my experience, but maybe if you have, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I I, I do think there are people who have not found healing in therapy. Like my brother – I'd love to hear them. Yeah. He he just – he never felt – like he tried so many therapists. I remember I remember going through all this when I was in high school. He just it just wasn't for him. He had to have a different route. And I think that's what's so cool about healing is there's so many different ways that people can find healing what and helped, what so works what for him? one. How, just, what, he, he got into a lot of research on hypnosis and like tapping EFT and just just doing so all of that own. is all of that is psycho- psychology. EFT tapping and and like hypnosis is all psychology. So if he did get hypnosis, I'm hoping that he went to a licensed. No, he just he read on it and like learned a ton of things on it and was able to like do these like courses and I mean it it was. I thought he went to a hypnosis. Unbelievable his transition from like who he used to be. I I always like looked up to him. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe. And I think that's what always gave me like the hope that like this can get better. You know what I mean? It's just like, Hold on. Is it the someone... same brother that just had this, this kind of like anxiety spell, spell right now. The one that you just talked about. Did he just, yes. that just, okay. So that probably worked. Maybe he now is at a point where he could use some help, like from someone, if he's still experiencing oh, no, he, that. He, he, no, he's getting better. It was just COVID like COVID set him back. Like he just didn't want COVID. So he got the cat scan and his lungs are fine. And now he's over it. But it okay. just like it set him back. Oh, okay, okay. So he's he's better now. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. He got the CAT scan. But that. Yeah, but so he he just had a fear of like because my aunt she had lung damage and so it it was like it was a trauma response. Of course. And so like yeah. Of course. In his head, it was like, well, what if that happened to me? And so it just it, it like we never had we hadn't seen him like that in years. So like yeah, it set him back. But like he. It was just COVID. It's not like he's like, oh my gosh, like what if I have a brain tumor? Like that how he used to be. You know what I mean? And so- Well, I don't know him. So I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. I'm so happy he's better. But I will say, obviously, I'm a psychologist. So I'm always going to advocate on that. And it actually makes me feel sad that- It actually makes me feel sad if people have tried different therapists and have not found one that they feel. And that, and now they think the whole like- the whole experience of therapy is just ruined because that happens so much. I'm not saying that happened to your brother, but I've heard so many people tell me how many horrible clinicians they've had, and literally yeah. they don't want to they don't want to go back because of that. So I apologize yeah. for anyone out there that has experienced horrible therapy because 
I get that all the time from people and that have like told me they come to me and they tell me stories. It's sad because there's also like counselors. And so like it's there's just like a lot of people don't know. Like, can't you just become a like a counselor? Just it's just a certificate. So this is just like such a – I'm not going to get into it because it's so – but you can read about it in my book because I talk all about that and the differences between like social workers and psychologists and counselors in my book and like the differences between the credentials and all of that. Um, But it's it's like it's way too long to kind of get into that and and the expertise of different people. But when it comes down to it, from over like 25 years of working in this field – the therapeutic relationship is literally probably the most obviously you you need to have a license and you don't have to but like you need to have certain education to be in this field but the therapeutic relationship and being able to be in a space where you don't feel judged and you feel safe enough to say what is on your mind and you feel like you can leave you can leave the session knowing that maybe you got something out of it that it's it's hard to do, but that you definitely feel like you're in a safe place with this person. Right. That's like that's like the best thing you can do. And I cannot believe how many people do not feel that in sessions with therapists. Right. right. I've heard it from and so it many friends. Literally just like makes that me they, feel so so sad. They're like, why am I wasting field. my money? They're totally. like, why am I wasting my money? like my hard earned money when it's expensive. And a lot of people are like, I feel so upset because like I spent this money on it and I don't have money. And it was like, I felt almost degraded. And I was like, I, I've felt that I have felt that way before with it. And it's hard to like, you don't have the, the money or time to do a trial and error. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't have time to keep a lot of people don't have a lot of extra money, you know? So it's, it's just a really hard thing. And so- I think, I sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but this is like I just want to add one more thing because I'm so excited. So in my book, I actually provide. I mean, it's like basically a whole chapter, but I give you all the information about the different types of therapies and like therapists, and I also give you a list of like ten to fifteen questions that you can actually ask to a, th- a potential therapist when you talk to them on the phone because almost all of them offer like a free consultation on the phone, like ten questions to ask them. And you can totally mm-hmm. weed out the ones that you that probably would not be the best fit for you. Yeah, I don't. I don't so, think a lot of people know that you can just uh, talk with them before the session. I'm telling you, I know. I, I it's it's it makes me so frustrated for my field because I, there's a lot of amazing clinicians, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like amazing, and I know couple of them and I love I'm so happy I know them in my field but I will say it can be one of the most healing things if you find an amazing one mm-hmm. um and also being able to like say out loud to someone like and learn how to express emotions during things like being able to express how I was feeling to like the anxiety heal the healers on my page Mm-hmm. Emotionally, for me, that was literally one of the best things that I was able to do was to share my journey with you guys and like show people like what was happening, but at the same time, not like fear mongering people, like just being like, this is what's going on. It doesn't mean that's going to happen to you, but like here I am and I'm handling it and I'm alone, I'm by myself, but like this is reality. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, that's a real feeling, but like, mm-hmm. I'm recovering 
And this is, and that essentially is like really how you can heal is to do that. And I don't know. It just, it's not linear. (laughs) So no, yeah. you might talk to me. We might do an episode in two weeks and I'm crying because I'm, you know, having attachment anxiety again about my boyfriend. Who knows? But today, that's another thing. Today is Monday. I think about Monday. Yeah, definitely. Staying present is so, staying present was so important in my healing from COVID too, is like today, like my heart's beating. I feel Mm -hmm. okay. Like, I'm going to get through this. I'm I'm not short of breath. Like, yes, I think it's a great thing to have a pulse ox during COVID. I don't think it's obsessive. I mean, yeah, if you're just wearing it all day long, but like checking it, like, okay, my oxygen levels are great. Yes. My vitals are great. I, I'm doing great. Like, and that's what you have to remind yourself. Like, um, and like you said, the statistics of what actually is happening versus yeah. what what you've heard of happening. It's, it's just, it's just a lie. I, I just feel for anyone going through this. It's just a freaking lie. And yeah. And no one knows anything. Like no one yeah. can tell you exactly how you're going to heal or how you're going to be. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's where um, it's hard to listen to anyone. And so I feel you if you're going through major anxiety. Um, I'm still I'm about uh, let's see, seventeen days now, and I haven't done a full blown workout. I've just been taking it easy. I I've done one. And yeah. I walked on the treadmill. It wasn't anything uh, high I've impact. D- I've done, you know, yeah. I, I normally do really, really hard workouts. And I haven't done any of those, and so oh, okay. I, I've okay. done walking and all of that. Um, yeah, but I just haven't gotten there yet, and that's okay. I'm giving myself grace. Like, yes, okay. It's okay. Yes. It's okay to take this slow. It's okay. It's not. It's not a race. Uh, no. It's a, so. No, I think yeah. what is the, what is the um. It's not a. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, be be like kind to yourself. Just listen to your body. It's a huge thing that yeah. my friend and I say all the time. We're like, what's your body telling you? And, um, you know, it's taken me some time too to my sleeping patterns. Like I actually was sleeping a lot more still even after I was better. I was still like right. – like, like tired. I still, my sleep was sort of broken up, but I still was like, wow, I could sleep for a little longer. And probably because I literally stayed on my butt for 10 days. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I was resting my body. But I'm okay with that. I'm slowly getting back into it. I Like I said, I went on the treadmill really low impact for like a half hour to 45 minutes the other day. And I was so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, I walked. Like I just love walking. Right. I, it's great. I've done, I've continued my yoga and and just moving your body still is so great. So, you know, you might not have that full-blown energy yet, but just at least do something to move your body every day. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. And and don't and don't feel bad if this set you back. Like this is just Yeah. You have yeah. to also remind yourself like you're not set back from something that isn't there. Like you're not like you didn't just randomly wake up and think, "Oh, what if I have a brain tumor?" You genuinely went through real trauma, and that is okay to feel anxious. It is yes. okay. People, like I said, people who have never had anxiety are feeling anxious right now. So, no, you're not feeling. Totally. This is just a setback from an actual event that's happening. It's an actual thing that's happening to you. So it's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be not. It's okay to be like. I feel like I recovered so much and now I'm like set back a little bit. This will pass. Yes. This will pass. I love it. That's a great place to end, I think. That was such a good yes. little motivational type of talk. But 
Yeah, there's probably so much more I forgot to tell you. I feel like that whole like 10 days for me was like a blur. And I just mentioned the <laughs> stuff I kind of remember. It was just such, it was such a blur. Yeah. It- um, but I feel recovered and I hope that you guys feel okay and feel better. We will – we do have um, awesome topics coming up for this season. Um, we have some guests coming up. Again, if you guys have any – Topics you want to hear, we have a list. So we're keeping a list. We're getting to different things. So send us an email at theanxietychicks at gmail.com. Send us some topics you might want to hear. Um, and we'll we'll be here every week now. And we're sorry that we were, you know, a little MIA, but we didn't even get into our dog stuff that was going on. We'll get yeah. into that. <laughs> no, I was but- like – like, I love this podcast, but, like, also, and I know a lot of people are going through this, too, like, COVID, like, really set back a lot of, like, work and just, like, getting yes. there. I, like, my work is so piled up. It's just, it's insane. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know. Well, we appreciate you being able to do this. Yeah. I, I know too. I do. I missed you. And I'm so glad you're doing better. Season two. We're here. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as The Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out The Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. Uh, It's a self-paced course, and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well, so go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out, and as always, go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks, everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.